0: Coming up on today's show, Bet Online has new conference odds out for the 2022 football season. Ohio State is more than a favorite. Is there that much of a gap between the Buckeyes and everyone else? And is there anyone worth throwing your money on? We'll talk to Jay Stevens about it here on Locked On Big Ten. You are locked on Big Ten. You're listening into Locked On Big Ten alongside Jay Stevens from Locked On Buckeyes. I'm Nate Dickinson. We're going to talk a little bit about the Bet Online latest odds for the Big Ten championship in football this fall. You may have an idea as to how things are going to work out. We're going to talk to Jay about them here now. Thanks for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every single weekday. Jay, as we look at what Bet Online has for odds for the next Big Ten football championship, you could have guessed Ohio State would be the favorite. I don't know if you would have guessed Ohio State would be the favorite by quite this much, though, just by the way the numbers go. Buckeyes currently as a one to two favorites. That's not two to one. That's one to two favorites to win the Big Ten right now. The next best odds are Wisconsin at 10 to one, Michigan at 11 to one. But the Buckeyes, as we've talked about on this show plenty, are head and shoulders over everybody else in the Big Ten. And this really does show that. I mean, how close is anybody else right now?
1: well um not close at all um i'm not trying to be that guy but we look at look at a town that ohio state has simply looking at the quarterback position i think you can all start there because most teams that have a good quarterback they generally have other things around said quarterback to help them be successful ohio state has one of the better quarterbacks in the country and if you keep looking at the roster the offensive offensive side of the ball will probably be one of the best offenses in the country i said country not big 10 because ohio state has big country aspirations they don't have just conference aspirations i think the gap is large because if you look at look at the other odds wisconsin michigan penn state nebraska they all have questions at the quarterback quarterback position which means they probably have questions at other positions as well quarterback at ohio state is just fine and the other positions They look pretty good, too.
0: When I look at it, the problem for me isn't with other teams' quarterbacks as much as it is with trying to figure out, if you ask yourself what's the reason to bet against anybody else or bet for anyone other than Ohio State, the defenses in the Big Ten showed no signs of stopping the Buckeyes outside of Michigan that one week. And I know listeners are screaming throughout the first part of this conversation. How are you talking about Ohio state so much better than everyone when they didn't even make that title game this year, but the defense is for Michigan and other teams that are looking like they could maybe at some point compete with Ohio state. A lot of those key players are gone yeah. right now, Jay. It's just not right now a conference where I'm looking at a defense in the big 10 and I'm trying to stack it up against what Ohio state's going to have on offense. There's no comparison, really, at the moment, at least as far as I can see, and at least at least in my mind, that's the biggest difference between what we're looking at last season compared to what we're looking at going into this season, is that Ohio State's offense, while it loses key players, too, it's still set to be, as you said, one of the best in the country, and the Big Ten defenses that were good last year, are not set up to be as good even as they were when they were, in many cases, giving up 40-plus points to Ohio State.
1: No, you're exactly right. I think that the Big Ten defense, most a lot of them, they bring the physicality. They bring the lumber. They have no problem bringing the wood. They have no problem doing that. But it's hard to match the speed that Ohio State has. I've heard one person say Ohio State is a SEC school in the Midwest, and I wouldn't say they're an SEC school. Now, team-wise, build-up, speed, physicality, all of those things, great. But there are other things that are part of the SEC that I don't I don't think are character traits or qualities that would be something you would utilize to describe Ohio State. But that's very true. I mean, we talk about quarterbacks, but I can talk about offenses all day. But there's that saying, defense wins championships. There's a lot of things missing between schools at Wisconsin, at Michigan. I mean, Michigan, just being honest with you, they're losing both defensive ends, and David, David Ajabo and Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson was the number two overall pick in this last NFL draft. So you think about that alone, those are big shoes to fill. And you think about Ohio State, who is bringing back off of the, well, two guys on the offensive of line that are playing tackle that are really, really good. That's just one team that Ohio State plays Thanksgiving weekend. When you think about the other teams, Iowa's physical, but does Iowa have the offense to hang with an Ohio State. I mean, these are all things you're thinking about teams that are going to win the conference. Who on the Big Ten West side should I put money on that can first win the Big Ten West and then be able to win a game in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship? Winning the West, that's one obstacle. But then beating Ohio State in the championship game, that's something that I don't think the Big Ten teams, thinking about the speed and the physicality, I don't think they have that combination to win the West and the championship game against OSU.
0: It's exactly where I wanted to go next. The West hasn't won the big 10 championship since Wisconsin won the first two big 10 championship games. When you look at these odds, I mean, Wisconsin at 10 to one is the best in the West right now. I think we can both agree. I don't feel comfortable putting any sort of money on what that team has out there on Mm -hmm. defense or what grammar is going to put out there on offense. It's just not any sort of reliable. I mean, the fact that Nebraska is the second best odds to win the big, I guess these aren't odds to win the Big Ten West, but as far as odds in the Big Ten West to win the Big Ten, the fact that Wisconsin has, or Nebraska has the second highest odds, I feel like should be a testament in itself, just to how this side of the conference is going to look next year. And then you have Iowa, Minnesota. It's a really, really weak side of this conference this season. It's been that way for a while, Jay but at least the way that I'm seeing things right now, I'm not seeing a big 10 West that at least gets in the conversation at all this season. I mean, we had an Iowa team where like, even if you didn't think Iowa was any good last season or was really inconsistent, I mean, they were number two in the country at one point. I don't see that happening at any point for any of these big 10 West teams to be able to compete with the Ohio state in that championship game or whoever it is that comes out of the East side, I would name probably four four Big Ten East teams that I would pick over the Big Ten West, maybe any of them right now, it's just really, really weak.
1: It it is weak. You think about the Big Ten West, I keep going back to the quarterback. But Nebraska fans know one thing that hurt their team last year, well, for the past few years, was their quarterback. You can say whatever you want about Scott Frost and the kind of coach that he is and the type of ship that he runs over there in Nebraska you get a different quarterback out there that's not a 3-1 team last year think about the think about Wisconsin people rave about Braylon Allen they not they're not so happy and excited about the quarterback Iowa physical I mean Kirk Ferentz is not changing that offense not changing his philosophy for anything what held Iowa back last year their quarterback I don't care if you have the best defense in the world If your quarterback can't lead a successful offense or even an average offense to score 21 points consistently or 28 points, well, not NFL, 28 points consistently, 31 points consistently, sorry, buddy, you're going to struggle to win your division, let alone to have a shot at winning the conference. So I go back to quarterbacks. Nate mentioned defense. Both of those things are lacking in in the Big Ten West when it comes to what's needed to beat Ohio State or any of the other. I mean, you can Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, you, I mean, you can mention other teams in the Big Ten East where it's like, well, they have things better going for them, things going better for them than our teams that are going on the big, in the Big Ten West. It all boils down to there are so many holes at the squads on the West side and really some schools at the bottom of the East as well that it really just still seems like the town at Ohio, at Ohio State and the coaching is superior and far superior than the rest of the conference.
0: Today's episode of Locked On Big Ten is brought to you in part by Built Bar. Built Bar has a great new product called the Bilt Puff, and their new birthday cake flavor is just out of this world. Imagine dipping your hand into a vat of birthday cake icing, and then when you pull it out and eat it all, it's only 160 calories with 16 grams of proteins too. That's what you're getting when you're looking at the new Built Puff. It is marshmallowed, covered in chocolate, and somehow still a protein bar. Still all the stuff that you want out of your protein products with none of the things that you don't. If you're interested in changing the way that you take in your protein, if you're a workout person or just someone who needs to get through the day with a nice protein or nutrition bar, head on over to Built.com right now and check out everything they have to offer. It's a great product at a great deal too. Because if you add our promo code LOCKED15 into their site, you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, a great deal over at Built.com, helping us get you the show today. And not really what I want to talk about here, but it leads into this. We talked about last week the new format ACC is looking at. Mm-hmm. I think Big Ten could really benefit from these yes. reasons, from getting rid of divisions. Where are you at on it?
1: Oh, I'm, 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 I'm 100% for getting... Going for divisions. So now I don't know about the whole pod system that maybe that make they might do. I do think though it'd be more of a rivalry type of deal. Where let's say there's 14 squads in the Big Ten. So I'm not gonna do that quick math. Um, but let's just say there were 12 and you want to do um three squads uh per pod, that'd be easy math. You can get that done let's say Ohio State plays Penn State, Michigan every year. Michigan's not going anywhere. Penn State, one of the best teams in Ohio that could play. That'd be lopsided because you'd have a school that would not be playing two of the best teams in the conference. But just saying logistically and things like that, let's just say that happened. Okay, great. That would make Ohio State's schedule better, tougher, um, kind of. Um, I do think, though, divisions, if you just eliminate, eliminate divisions altogether, you're going to get a more competitive conference championship game, they have the likelihood, whenever expansion happens, of getting more teams in the getting more teams in the playoff. So I do think it's a wise decision. And if hypothetical, I don't see this happening before we get expansion. If you get a year where two Big Ten teams are viewed like Alabama or as or as good as Alabama and Georgia were last year. You can get two teams and a four-team playoff once again. Now, very likely. I think Notre Dame's going to be good. I think USC is going to be better. I think Oregon's going to be good. I think there's a lot of schools around the country that are going to be better coming over the next three years that would probably derail Ohio State from having two teams and a four-team playoff just based off how the Big Ten is is viewed. But I do think, though, getting away from divisions should have happened a long time ago. Um, I think divisions were good for at one point. But when you have schools that are ranging from Nebraska to Rutgers and Jersey all the way to Maryland, the whole geographic sense of a division, it's nonsense, it's stupid, go ahead and get rid of them. Yeah, it will make it harder for you with the schedule. Don't really care. You get paid for that. Make it better for the fans, better for the players, and make your conference better from top to bottom. Well, we're talking
0: betting odds, Jay. Let's talk, if you're a betting man, Ohio State's not a fun bet. It's one to two. Again, it seems like maybe the obvious bet at this point. And to be quite honest, when you see that line, it it makes you not really want to bet on anything in the Mm -mm. Big Ten futures. But if you were someone who was trying to find a hunch and find another team to bet on, where are you going? Because it's, again, as we've gone over, kind of weird how to try and differentiate, like, a team in the West. Like, obviously, when you think about the numerical odds, that's most likely. Uh, best chance for you to try and get a surprise in there just because someone's going to be in that Big Ten title game but uh, obviously we've already discussed about how we feel like the teams in the east are far superior at least that east overall is Uh, I don't know where exactly I'd be putting my money if I was trying to find somewhere to at least have some fun and throw something on a a Big Ten team
1: this one is tough yeah because everything we just mentioned basically just said this is Ohio State's conference and not it's going to be very, very hard for anybody else in the conference to be able to get to the point where they could beat Ohio State. However, I'm going to eliminate Wisconsin out of this conversation because I do think Nebraska can be one of those schools. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. For some reason, I think Scott Frost can put it together enough. I sound so weird saying this, and I feel <laughs> weird saying this. Nebraska might be that squad. I, I'm really leaning more towards, more towards Penn State. Um, but even I, I know what I said pre-show to you about that. <laughs> I, they, bring a, they bring a level of physicality to Ohio State whenever they play, that Ohio State first has to open up against Notre Dame. They play Michigan at the end of the year. And if there's one school I'm putting my money on, when Penn State plays Ohio State in the middle, like, October, middle to the end of October, I do think Penn State could be that school. Because even with their quarterback, they have been close to beating the Buckeyes over the past couple of years. I mean, it's it, – well – I think a couple of years ago, not so much. But I know last year was closer than I think anybody thought that it would. I do think Penn State might be that school. Um, I do think the two quarterback system at Michigan is going to derail. Even though I said it last year, they won the Big Ten last year using two quarterbacks. I have a hard time believing that's going to be a same for this a formula that, that can help them be successful on back to back years. So my money will probably be on Penn State. Sorry, Nebraska fans. I know I probably made you upset uh, giving that little, giving you that little tease, but uh, um, I think you'll be better this year. I just don't think your coach is going to be good enough to uh, um, dethrone um, or not really dethrone, take down the Buckeyes in the Big Ten Championship game.
0: Well, I I guess if you're searching for these kind of teams to try, try and make what is, let's be quite honest, an insane upset at this point, right? It would be... Obviously, things can happen throughout the course of the season, but if anyone's facing Ohio State in that Big Ten title game, nobody's taking anybody but Ohio State to win that game. But as far as, I mean, if you're looking for ways to try and beat Ohio State or looking for a reason to bet against the Buckeyes, I mean, you have a team like Penn State and many teams in the Big Ten that have quarterback experience, right? Teams that have at least uh, are comfortable playing in the Big Ten have experience coming up against Ohio State. and. When you're looking at a team like Nebraska, I'm trying to pull up their 2021 schedule right now. If you're looking for evidence of a team that can compete with teams at that national level, I mean, you mentioned Nebraska only won three games last season, but you lost to Oklahoma by only a touchdown. You lost to Michigan State by only three points. You lost to Michigan by only three points. You lost to Ohio State by only nine points. You lost to Wisconsin and Iowa, both by only a touchdown, so. If you're looking for a team to make that step, yes, Nebraska has been the team to go to in the Big Ten for kind of, they can't do it. They can't pull it off here. But as far as like looking for at least that kind of hunch, I guess, nobody here is going to be like, I'm confident in this pick. But if you're looking for a team, yeah, the Cornhuskers, just as much as anybody else, if you ask me, I mean, a new quarterback coming in, transfer out of the Big 12 Texas team that uh, again, Scott Frost is obviously on the hot seat on the last string kind of deal here. I, it's something where if you're trying to find a reason to feel good about betting against Ohio State, you're going to have to search. So, so why not go for a Corn Huskers if you're going to do it, right?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at their schedule right now for the upcoming season. Nebraska should open the year 3-0. and So the three wins they had last year, you should, you should be riding high leading into, well, as high as you can to get to the Oklahoma game on September 17th. But Oklahoma, excuse me, Nebraska plays Northwestern week number week zero in Ireland. That game might not play be played on the other side of the pond. It might be played here. Um, then they played North Dakota and they play Georgia Southern. They should be three and O in the first three games they play. When you think about that little scenario there, yeah, they're probably going to lose to Oklahoma, Then you got Indiana, Rutgers, Purdue, Illinois, Minnesota. I mean, these are all winnable games for Nebraska. you got Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. So the last three games are going to be the toughest. But when you have Minnesota, Illinois, Purdue, Rutgers, Indiana as the first games you play in the Big Ten, buddy, this is opening up for you to have a season where you could win the Big Ten West. You have a talented quarterback. I think Casey Thompson is really, really talented. You should win. You can win the Big Ten West. I just don't know if it's going to be the quarterback that holds you back or your coach that holds you back. And also, I want to believe, and I want Nebraska Cornhusker fans to understand, Jay wants you guys to win. Jay wants you guys to be successful. I see the record sellout and the streak of sellouts you guys have over there in Lincoln. I see that. I'm excited. I love your excitement. I just hope. I would love to rekindle the fire and the winning ways – that you guys had under Tom Osborne, as long as, well, winning ways until they run into Ohio State. That's where my excitement and my hope for you guys end. I don't think Nebraska, I don't want to come on the podcast, Nate, down the road and say, well, Nebraska beat Ohio State. Here's how they did it, and I feel bad. But then again, they are kind of like my Big Ten West team undercover. Um, Yeah, no, Nebraska should, should, as I look at the schedule, should be fine, should be. I just don't know if they will be.
0: That's something we can root for on Locked On Big Ten. Nebraska doing well, classic college football team. Maybe not a whole lot of people rooting for it outside of Lincoln as far as Big Ten fans, but neutral podcast, Big Ten as a whole, we want Nebraska to do good. Nebraska being good at football is something that I feel like a lot of people, it's one of those things like uh, baseball is better when the Yankees are good. Football is better, college football, Big Ten football is better when the Nebraska Cornhuskers uh, are at least able to put together a football team because right now it's been a little bit less (laughs) than great for Nebraska. But again, I I feel like just the the thing to get back to and back to again here is it shouldn't be lost how good Ohio State is here. I mean, we're talking about all the other teams and what each team can do, but it really is when you talk about a team like a Nebraska or like a Purdue, we talked about Aiden McConnell last week with the quarterback situation or, or really anybody else here. Anyone who you're talking about, okay, yeah, if they do these things, maybe they could pull off an upset against Ohio State. It's like at least three or four things we're talking about with all these teams, right? Right, and they're not small things either, really. Not at all. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see exactly how it all plays out. But of course, Jay will have it for you over at Locked on Buckeyes as Ohio State goes through the football season, of course, but we've got a lot to get to until then. Jay, over at Buckeyes on this week, I know you got Eddie George talk coming up on Monday, tomorrow, here, today. We're talking on Sunday.
1: <laughs> yeah, Eddie George, a little Eddie George talk on Monday. Ryan Day, transfer portal conversation. Um, want to do his little um, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud comparison later in the week. Have a scout coming on to, to discuss that. So a lot of good stuff happening at Locked on Buckeyes. I'm always excited to come up with Nate here on Mondays on Locked on Big Ten.
0: Always a busy week over there at Locked On at Buckeyes. Jay again makes time for us here every Monday on Locked On Big Ten. He'll be back here next week to talk about whatever goes on throughout the week here in the conference. And of course, tune into Locked On Big Ten and Locked On Buckeyes, wherever it is that you get your podcast every single weekday. Jay, thanks as always for joining us here on the program.
1: Love it, man. Glad to be back. Enjoy it.
0: Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. If you're looking for the information and the ways to place your bets, Bet Online has it all packed into one. Whatever sport it is that you're interested in, baseball, basketball, playoffs, hockey, playoffs, continuing on as well, it is a prime time to get in on the action. And Bet Online has everything that you need to know because, to be quite honest, there's too much going on right now to keep up with it all. Head on over to Bet Online right now. Make sure that you are in the know and can make sure that you play the right way at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks again to Jay for joining the show today. And thank you, as always, for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. Before we let you go here today, of course, as always, a look at everything we didn't get to here on the show, all the news that you missed over the weekend in the Big Ten. Some championships to go over. Big Ten track and field outdoor championships taking place over the weekend. Ohio State and the Buckeyes win both on the men's and women's side at that event up in Minneapolis. Elsewhere on the softball diamond, a big Big Ten tournament wrapped up on Sunday. It was Nebraska beating Michigan for the Big Ten title in extras they had to play eight innings to get this one done michigan had won two big 10 titles in a row nebraska knocks them off the mountaintop and finally big news out of football and west lafayette the purdue boilermakers will be without their presumed top wide receiver this upcoming season after david bell left for the nfl it would have been milton wright taking over the top spot But instead, the 732 yards and seven touchdowns that he had last season are not going to be there either for Purdue as they now lose two top targets, one to the NFL and one to academic ineligibility as he is ruled ineligible for the upcoming season. Of course, not a lot of details come out when all that happens. It really is just, they say, he's ruled academically ineligible for the at least upcoming season. We'll see what ends up happening with Milton Wright. Again, Locked On Big Ten is on every single day with everything you need to know on what's going on in the Big Ten. Be sure to listen in to all of our other conference shows as well. You may already know if you're listening into Locked On Big Ten, but if you don't, every school here has a show. If not, we're always working to add new shows, too. But take a look around and see which Big Ten schools you're interested in and which one, of course, have shows to go with us. Locked On Buckeyes with Jay. We have our other hosts coming on all the time, of course, too, and we'll tell you about more of them when we get them on here as well. But look wherever you get your podcasts and listen in to your school-specific podcast for more up-to-date news on everything going on at that campus every weekday i'll be back again tomorrow with more here on locked on big 10 we've got a whole lot to look at this week as we get through the week here in the off season as things start to gear up at least in the off season for a lot of sports a lot of big 10 teams of course getting ready for postseasons as well which we'll talk to later on in the week that's coming up again later on here on locked on big 10 i'll talk to you tomorrow nate dickinson here on the show